And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Well, thank you very much there, legendary John Bon Jovial, who was pre-recorded because he is down dealing with all the after effects and remains from uh, from uh, Hurricane Irma that kind of messed up the state of Florida. And uh, matter of fact, the last I talked to him, our studios and offices down there in Naples still do not have power. There is a chance that he's going to try to call in and uh, say hello to us here. Uh, maybe let us know what's going on down there. But in his absence, in his absence, I have an old friend and homie of mine I'll tell you about in just a moment. We're going to bring in here and help uh, help make things happen. Just want to remind you and welcome you to our show, the David Bowers Awards, which uh, we decided a long time ago there were so many award shows that we make every show an award show, which makes every guest an automatic award winner. We have no nominating panels, no voting or anything like that. If you got somebody or something you think deserves an award for something, either incredibly great or incredibly stupid, whatever, let us know. Drop a line to me, David at the David Bowers.com. And uh, who knows, maybe we'll announce your award right here on the year. One of our award winners is our award winning house band, Titty Bingo that provide our theme music for us. And you can check out their brand of rock and roll from deep in the heart of Texas. Uh, they also back up a, uh, a lot of names that you'd recognize, including Willie, among others. Uh, they do a lot of road work and studio work for uh, several artists, and in the, uh, their downtime, they just play some kickback rock and roll. You can check them out online at tittybingo.com. Remember, it's always time to play Titty Bingo. Right now, I'm going to bring on the gentleman from upstate New York who is a, uh, well, he's a lot of things. He's a music man. He's a a, a singer, uh, instrumentalist, a promoter, a provocateur, and probably some other things that we won't even talk about. So I'd like you to make welcome right now, if you would, please, my homie, Anthony Z. Donaldson. Come on in here. Hey, David, how are you, man? Good to see you. Good to be with you and good to have you with us. Glad to have you on board. I hope you have some fun here today. We're going to do some rocking and rolling. But before we do, uh, why don't you why don't you tell us a little bit about what you're doing? I know you've got your band or bands. I'm not sure if you're, uh, you've got more than one going right now, but uh, I know you've got that. Uh, you've got uh, a show that you uh, do online. Tell us a little bit about what you got going on. I wear many, many hats, my friend, that's for sure. Um, first off, I, I got to give a little shout-out to the band name Titty Bingo. That is amazing. I love it. I am mad that I never came up with that name. What a great <laughs> band name, Titty Bingo. Love well, that. And that's, a, uh, that's a backroom parlor game that they play in Texas, I'm told. I've never gotten down there to find out more about it. But uh, they uh, a bunch of excellent studio musicians who, as I, uh, as I mentioned, back up several artists in various uh, occasions, including Willie, who we've been trying to get to come on the show. But uh, yeah, Willie's kind of in his own world there. At least we get the band. And uh, they come visit us once or twice a year whenever they put out some new music, tell us some great stories and uh, we just have some good old rock and roll but back to you back to what you got going on with all those ads 
But what a great band name. Anyways, yes, you can find me. I do have a thing out now called the Disruption Networks. You can find us out at disruptionnetworks.com. It's a podcasting internet uh, network is what it is. We have a bunch of different programming on there. You know, we do a hip-hop show. We do a political show. There's EC Radio, which is my show, which you can hear on Disruption Networks every day from 3 to 6 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, there's many different shows. We've got, like I said, uh, political shows. We even have Kinky Katie and her sex talk show. I mean, there's a lot of things going on <laughs> on Disruption Network. I missed that one. Yeah, it gets a little crazy. It gets a little <laughs> crazy here on the D every weekend here with Kinky Katie. But <laughs> I bet it does. We've we've got. Uh, I promise that uh, John Bon Jovial might be joining us to say hello, and I see that he is on board and standing by, so let's bring him in to uh, join the festivities here while we've got a couple of minutes. John Bon Jovial, welcome aboard. Well, you left something out there, David. You left out the legendary John Bon well, Jovial. I was checking. I figured that if you, <laughs> if you mentioned that, then I'd know it was the real John Bon Jovial. <laughs> the real deal. Well, the real uh, deal. Greetings, greetings from uh, from sultry, uh, humid Florida, where there's no electricity and an abundance of sunshine. Well, at least you have an abundance of sunshine, which beats more rain. Well, that's true. This is very true. Uh, Our but, things uh, down yeah, there. We, well, you know, uh, southwest Florida, particularly Marco Island and Naples, took quite a hit. Uh, we got the uh, direct hit. The eye came right over our uh, our town, and uh, it really did quite a number. Uh, we had a wind gust of 142 miles an hour here. We had average winds of anywhere from 125 to 130 miles an hour for a short period of time, which is probably what did the majority of the destruction down here. There are uh, a lot of trees down, a lot of damaged buildings, uh, we personally have been uh, without any electricity uh, at home or at our business uh, for nine days. Tomorrow we'll make day 10. So it does make life a little on the interesting side of life. Yeah, I imagine it is a uh, definite challenge for you. And uh, hey, believe me, our, our hearts go out to you and all of the people down there. I know uh, down in the Keys, it was total devastation. Not that, uh, not to minimize the damage and plight that you have there, but uh, I mean, down there, they're going back to look for homes that uh, don't exist anymore. So, uh, uh, yeah, they definite- were uh, they were comparing this storm to the uh, the the hurricane that hit the Keys in 1935 as far as the intensity of it was concerned. Uh, This is uh, the largest hurricane to hit Florida in 115 years, but the eye wall that went over the Keys was a little bit stronger uh, before it hit Naples. And uh, so it wiped out quite a few few things. Uh, Yeah, definitely. And we're just now getting to a point where where we're finding finding out what's going on in the outside world because... Uh, internet is down. The uh, cell service is just now starting to come back to some form of efficiency again. Uh, but of course, when you have no electricity, you can't watch the news and you can't be kept right. what's going on in the world. Yeah, and uh, believe me, a lot of it you wouldn't want to know about. Uh, I mean, uh, well, you'll you'll have something to look forward to when you can get to the news. I won't even go into that. I will tell you that uh, the Emmy Awards were on last night, and aside from uh, giving awards to a lot of shows that don't have very high ratings, uh, they came up with uh, 
some ratings that weren't very high of their own. As a matter of fact, they plunged to an historic low. I think they had something like 11 and a half million people or something like that. It was the lowest Emmy ratings in history. So, uh, well, I can tell you why. I know, I know well, specifically why. And what it's would that be? Our show, the David Bowers Awards, has siphoned off so many of their viewers and listeners. Hey, you'll see I, that next year. I like that answer too. <laughs> next That's year, a good answer. <laughs> next year we'll have five listeners, not four. Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, you know we we may be up. We may be up to that number already because I had a uh, I have an, a little birdie told me a secret in that uh, we have one more listener this week for sure and uh, that's uh, a lady that I refer to as Mama Z Z I got a note that your mom is going to be listening to this show. My mom's a big fan of yours, David. She wanted me to say hello to you, by the way. Would you be sure and give her our best, and I will say hello to you right now. Hello, Mama Z. I'm looking forward to talking with you again one of these days. Uh, get back there somehow. Uh, <laughs> well, that's outstanding. Yeah, well, I, listen, uh, guys, I'm going to let you go. I look forward to being back in the saddle there with you next week, good Lord willing. And uh, we're going to go get changed. We're going to get in the car, go over to a restaurant, and sit in some air-conditioned comfort for a couple of hours. Hey, you do just that. Give the girls hugs for us and uh, keep in touch. Let us know what's going on, John. You got it. You guys take care. Hey, break a leg. Good show. Hey, thank you. Have a great one. Okay. The legendary John Bon Jovial. Now, we got... uh, we got interrupted there in the middle of you telling us about all that you're doing. Uh, what, what about your band now? You're you're still playing, right? Yeah, we actually, Street Rock Mafia is still a thing. We're still out there doing it a little bit here and there. Not as much as I'd like to. Everybody's so busy with other projects and whatnot. So, But, yeah, Street Rock Mafia is still out there. We just recently did a little set with The Bomb, actually, at the Saranac Brewery, which was an amazing time. That was a couple weeks ago, back in uh, the last week of August there. But, uh, yeah, we'll be out there doing our thing. You can find Street Rock Mafia and out there on um, iTunes and Spotify and all those musical streams that are out there, YouTube as well. So Street Rock remember. Mafia, it's kind of like a hip-hop rocky thing you know if we, we're out there having a good time when we play that that's the name of the game and i know we played uh we played a song that you came out with what's this? it been a wow time flies it's been what about a year and a half now since you came out with the uh with the uh fight song for the pro hockey team up there yes inspirational noise we released it uh back in no it was towards uh it'll be a year Oh, wow, it's been over a year. Why you make me think, David? Yeah, I <laughs> yeah it's actually I was, been over a year. I got to thinking about this last year was the second season, because you introduced it in the middle of the season, I think. And then this last year would have been a full season of it. So, yeah, it's been a little over a year. You're getting ready for your uh, for your second year anniversary of that. Uh, what was the name of that? Inspirational Noise, right? Inspirational Noise, you can find the video, and the video is awesome, done by our frontman, A.O., Anthony Owens. He's an amazing videographer. You, the, the video is out there on YouTube and all over the place, so check it out. We actually were, we had the luxury of filming that video in the Utica Auditorium, which was an amazing day for us and something I'll never forget. 
Oh, and I remember that the odds so well because that was a it was a new thing way back when long ago in a galaxy far away when I was a kid up there. As a matter of fact, when I was still in high school up in Holland Patent, New York, and I used to come down there for the rock shows. I uh, had some great times. Got to meet and see some of the uh, some of the big names of the era. Brenda Lee. I got my first professional celebrity kiss from Brenda Lee at the Odd. And uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, the other artists. I got to uh, we got to go into uh, spend all afternoon at rehearsals with. Uh, Oh, it was Bobby Rydell, and uh, who else was there? Johnny Tillotson, the Skyline. Oh, it was so trippy to be able to get out there and get to be with all of the people that you know whose records you were buying and playing the grooves off of. It was really a trip. So I remember the odd with some very fond memories. Spent a lot of time, had a lot of fun there, but. Uh, We've got to move right along here because we've got a lot of music to get in today, and a couple of guests will be coming up very shortly. At least I hope they will. We'd hate to have them miss out for some reason. We've had guests with problems getting through before, so you never know. That's one of the glories of a live show, although we pre-record our live show, so it's a little bit of both. But that's, as uh, Garrison Keeler used to say, that's another story. Meanwhile, back at the ranch here, we've got a group coming in that's got a new release out. Uh, they were on the show back in the first week of August. And if you listen to our show every week, you'll remember the group named Veris, V-E-R-I-S, out of Boston, Massachusetts. They were our guest uh, award winners back in August. And they pr- consist of a songwriting duo, A.J. and Mark, whose music mission is... Uh, they say is meant to share their truth and universal truths with the world. So we're going to do that right now. They've got a new release that uh, just came out, and we're going to let you have a listen to it. See what you think about Devil in the Details. This is Verus. Lock the door and turn the lights off I don't wanna dive in deeper But you know I can't give it up Test the water Feel my way across your currents Swimming never came this easy And I know I can't give it up Give it up. 
listening to the David Bowers Awards. And if you're an artist who'd like to have your music featured on our show, please write us at david at thedavidbowers.com. Woo! Okay. <laughs> That's Varus from Boston, Massachusetts. Devil in the details. A lot of good rock and roll coming out of Boston. What'd you think of that one, Z? I actually enjoyed that. That was good. I'm going to have that song stuck in my head for the rest of the day. <laughs> good, good. That's what we're here for. We're all about the music and the people who make it. Uh, a couple of great guys. And uh, as I said, we had them on the show back in early August. Uh, they uh, they introduced us to the fact that uh, there is a rebirth of uh, great music coming out of Boston, the, uh, the eastern Massachusetts area. And... Uh, John, of course, our John Bon Jovial is from the area, and uh, that struck a note with him. He was able to discuss some of the things that go on up there and the fact that they have, uh, I think there's a place in the Boston Commons, uh, a uh, venue there where they uh, used to have rock when he was a kid back there. And uh, the guys from Veris told us that they are, in fact, still doing that. And uh, the proof is in the pudding. Uh, we got some good music. This is uh, one of several acts we've had this year from uh, the Boston, Massachusetts area. Veris, V-E-R-I-S. We've got Lone Wolf James standing by. We're going to go to him in just a second. But before we do, I want to mention the fact that, uh, well, I want to mention our uh, our first uh, the David Bowers Award of the Week, besides, uh, of course, our guests, uh, Lone Wolf and uh, Frank Palangi, who'll be joining us in a minute. And our award this week goes to Jack White's Third Man Records. Now, Third Man Records have announced that they are they have acquired the Chess Records catalog, and they are going to be reissuing the Chess Records great catalog. For those of you unfamiliar with it, Chess was a big name back in the 50s and 60s, and they had some of the greatest rock and blues artists in the world. And Jack White, of course, has long owed a debt, in his words, to the classic blues artists. So now his label, Third Man Records, has announced a series of reissues that will celebrate the Chess Records catalog. Third, Third Man Records partnered with Universal Music Group for the releases, the first of which includes a three seven-inch vinyl singles from Muddy Waters. Uh, Manish Boy, backed with Young Fashioned Ways. She's All Right, backed with Sad Sad Day and Rolling Stone, backed with Walkin' Blues. So if you're into the old-time pure rock blues, 
give it a listen, look for it. They're going to be the chess releases issues on Third Man Records be coming your way very, very soon. Watch for it. It's a, it's a big deal in music history, especially American music history. And right now, uh, who knows? We may be writing American music history here. Uh, Z, hang on to your hats because we're going to bring in the music of Lone Wolf James. Talk to him in just a moment right after we listen to Cradle to Grave.
Well, there you have it. That's Cradle to Grave by our next guest, Lone Wolf James. What would you think of that one, Z? Rocking. That one was rocking. I was in here banging my head. I felt like I was in the back of Wayne's World right now. <laughs> just banging my head away. I like I like good old down home when you could just bang your head, tap your feet, and that was that was definitely it. Definitely had my feet tapping too. Well, I kind of thought we had a show you could appreciate. Lone Wolf, come on in here and talk to us. Lone Wolf James, everybody. Hey, how you doing? Doing just fine. Glad to have you with us here today. As you probably heard, uh, my co-host uh, Z Donaldson kind of kind of likes your music. I appreciate it, man. It's uh, it's for everybody to enjoy. Well, you did a good job, and I think uh, I think Z would uh, agree with me that uh, in addition to doing what you do well, you manage to keep with, without destroying the context of what you're doing. You manage to keep a commercial hook to it. I mean, this is this is uh, for lack of a better description, this is headbanger rock and roll that actually is commercial too. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's the funny thing is, is uh, that's just how I write. You know, I always have a um, a hook in the song or, or something. And mm-hmm. Usually, when we play out shows by the second chorus, we have them singing back to us, even if they've never right. seen us before. So um, that's a good sign, you know. Yes, and I'm 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 sure that uh, I'm sure that Z was singing along with it too. I've uh, I've worked with Z in the past. I got to meet him when uh, we were doing a uh, uh, the city of Utica has a uh, thing that uh, in the fall that uh, called the uh, what is it Utica Music and Arts Festival. That's what it is. Z and his yeah, partner yeah. actually created it, and uh, I did a show from up there with him and several of the acts that appeared. It's a it's a citywide festival with music acts at all different venues around town. It's really a, a great deal. But uh, Lone Wolf, we. Uh, we want to hear some about you because I know there's a lot of our listeners that aren't familiar with you. Tell us a little bit about where you came from, what you've done, how you got to where you are today. Well, it's a uh, it's it's a pretty good story. I mean, we I started off just um, I did the lone wolf thing because I was in a band and it was kind of going nowhere and, and there was a lot of issues with people. And as I was leaving, uh, somebody went there goes lone wolf because I was going by myself to out my own band and write my own songs i was like you know what i'm going to use that and uh that ended up being how i came up with, with the name uh, you know and uh, james is my middle name so i just put them together and then uh i started off basically by doing like open mics and playing acoustic and uh right you know just playing trying to get out there and seeing if anybody but me was gonna pay attention to anything that i was writing or or whatever because sure. the first time i was kind of you know naked i was on my own and I didn't have a band, to, you know, to hide behind or, or anything like that. I mean, I knew I could sing, I knew I could write, but it was just a matter of, uh, you know, now it's going to be all just me, you know. Right, right, and I sure. did that. I did that for a while, and then as it grew and I started to put out EPs, I said, you know, I want to put this, I want to get a full sound and, and play out as a full band. So I just, you know, over the years went through members, and it took me a long time, but I finally got the lineup we got now, and... uh and the lineup that you hear on that album, on, on that song, is the lineup that plays out every time we play out. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, it, it's come a long way. That was the sound I had in my head when I was sitting in bars playing an acoustic. I just had to get to that point. 
Sure. Well, and uh, to my way of thinking, I, I know there's a lot of artists, and part of it is economics, part of it is the state of the uh, of the business today. But a lot of artists wind up playing with the uh, with road bands or you know house bands or whatever. But I think it's uh, I think it adds something really. It really adds cohesion if you're playing with the same people all the time. Do you agree, Z? Oh, absolutely. I like to mix it up. It's important, and like he said earlier, to go out to, like, open mic nights and coffee shops and get out there. And that really, that's where you get your chops, you know? That's where you start cutting your teeth in the coffee shops and open mic nights. So, yeah, it makes you more diverse to play with other people. And it's good to, you know, touch on all different genres, not just rock or blues. Play some jazz, play some country, you know, mix it up a little bit. It's good. It makes you more of a well-rounded musician. Well, definitely. Sure. You also can't you can't um, fake chemistry. And when I found the guys that I have now, we we came up with the chemistry, you know, and they knew what I wanted them to play before I had them play it. And it was like this was the sound I was looking for. And I mean, we went. I look back at those days of the open mics, and now we've shared stages with people like ZZ Top and Leonard Skinner and you know Alta Bridge and you know all these different huge bands. And Ted Nugent, and I just go, you know, full electric band, you know, full rock, hard rock band, and I just think, you know, it was always going to end up that way. It just, it's just the road that it took, you know. Right, right. And uh, you definitely, you definitely put it together. You've given it some thought, and you definitely have the right idea because that's a theme that has been espoused to us by many guests we've had on the show over the years. Uh, that uh, one of the keys is to get out there and play for the people every chance you get as often as you can, wherever you can. And uh, you do, you, it's a, uh, it's a college education in music right there. Simply well, it says it right that. on my page. It says, you know, it's, it's the school of hard knocks. That's where there you go. And for our listeners to find you, what is your page? How can they find you online? You can go to lonewolfjames.com. And you can also okay. go to Reverb Nation slash Lone Wolf James. Okay. And you're so also Lone Wolf on James. Facebook. Com is our main website, LoneWolfJames.com. And that tells you, uh, you can hear songs, you can see photos. It gives you the bios of the guys and uh, and myself. And it tells you where we're playing and what tours are coming up and uh, who we played with. It shows um, posters of the past of all the nationals that we've shared the stages with and, and things like that. So it's pretty much a full, uh, full board. Fantastic. Now, before we let you go, one more thing, and I want to be sure and remind you that uh, all of our guests, when you come on the show, you become part of our family. So there's always a place for you here. You've got a new release coming out. You've got a new album. You've got something else you want to share. Uh, Let us know. We'll find a way to get the word out there for you. But before we let you go, if you would, tell us a little bit about this next song we're going to play right here called Here Comes the Pain. Sure. That was actually the the last track that we wrote um, together on the album it was the last idea i had before the album was finished and it wasn't even going to make the album at first we were um i was just looking i said well you know i have one more song that i'm kind of farting around with and i have some ideas and i brought it in and and, you know gave it to the guys and and that's what we came down with and it was just like well that sounds exactly like i wanted it to and you know we have a big um a big tour coming up in december we're going to be going down the east coast from like basically new jersey down to florida and back and we're doing it's called the sinister holiday tour and um we're just basically going to be touring the hell out of this album and 
that Here Comes the Pain is probably going to be the next single after Cradle Grave. I think that's what we're kind of unanimously voting on right now. So Fantastic. Um, Fantastic. And I know uh, if you get down Florida way, I'm sure John Bon Jovial, our, uh, our co-host, will be uh, wanting to get over there and see us. So, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. That's Lone Wolf James. Thank you so much for coming by. This is his next single, more than likely. Here it comes. Here comes the pain.
This is Rob Parisi listening to the David Bowers playing that funky music. And there you have it. Here comes the pain by Lone Wolf James and uh, Z Donaldson. Uh, are you still there, or have you got your? Are you still banging your head against the wall there? <laughs> banging the head against the wall. <laughs> That's so funny. Wait, my computer's making funny. Noise. All right. Oh, my whole hey. life is. My whole life is technical difficulties over here. <laughs> hey, I know the words to that song. We've had a few of them ourselves. But hey, that's one of the joys of the age, right? Computers are like the women, the weather. They're all wonderful when they're doing what you expect them to do. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you think of Lone Wolf? Lone Wolf Rocks, man. They, they sound good, and if they're at a club or a bar near you, you should definitely go check them out. Oh, I definitely will, and uh, I, I, I don't have to tell you that because I know if they're around where you are, you're going to be right on the scene. And uh, you're probably going to be on the scene with our next guest, uh, who is an upstate New Yorker himself, and he is familiar with uh, you and uh, Joe and your creation, the uh, Utica Music and Arts Festival. And uh, so it's going to be kind of a kind of like a coming together of old friends here almost. Uh, you'll get to know a, a new friend and you may run across each other up there in upstate New York at one time or another. Uh, Frank Palangi, who's been on the show a couple of times in the past, and uh, he's done an interesting thing. He's taken uh, much of his music and gone acoustic with them, which uh, Lone Wolf referred to the uh, the acoustic uh, rocking. And uh, fr- uh, Frank has done, a, uh, has done a great job with this. He's had a good run these last six years or so building up to where he is today and we're going to bring him on and talk to him in just about well i think we're going to probably do it in about three minutes and 25 seconds right after we listen to break these chains Down. Our skin and bone can't save the pain that's left now The only hope is within yourself Now it's time to face yourself You can break all these chains Save yourself, it's your darkest day Fight every little thing that goes wrong. It's a trial, drag back in. Break away. You can break all these chains. Save yourself, it's your darkest day. Drown towards the It's undecided the fate you will make. Damn it all down and win. You gotta break, you gotta break, you gotta break. You gotta break, you gotta break. 
Break these chains. We bring the man right on in right now and have a chat with him. Z, are you ready to talk to him? Yeah, absolutely. Great. Here he is. Frank, say hello. Hey, guys. What's going on? Welcome aboard. How you doing? Good. How you guys doing? Oh, we're doing just fine. And Z is having a ball back there. I think he's, uh, I think he's put his head through one of those walls already today. <laughs> if, not, <laughs> if not, we still got one more song to go. I was telling him uh, off <laughs> off mic before we brought you on here. Uh, you've had a pretty good run these last five or six years. Been doing some good stuff. Yeah, man, it's, it's been fun. You know, it's it's all uh, you know a building pattern here, but it's it's been uh, it's been worth it. You know, it's. It's all good stuff. <laughs> well, no, I I came across you. I think uh, it was up in Queensbury. Oh gosh, what was it? Uh, two thousand nine, two thousand ten, somewhere along in there. And uh, I remember you were you were out hustling then. The thing that caught my attention is you were one of the few local regional artists who were really working the social media. I mean, a lot of the artists had their websites, and they, they'd get a Twitter page or a Facebook page or whatever, but you were really working it. You were out there hustling, building up a, a following on social media. Where did you, where did you uh, pick up the concept of doing that? Was it something that just came to you? Somebody tip you onto it or what? Um, it's kind of just travel by error. I think it was just something I, I kind of needed to do. And I was kind of seeing a little bit of the trend at the time. You know, I was like, a lot of these bands and stuff aren't really doing this stuff. Or they, like you said, they just make it, but they don't do anything with it. I think now bands have caught on more, but six years ago it was it was kind of uh, you know it wasn't much. But um, right, yeah. I mean, I've kept with it, and I think those additional years and stuff it just you know it just keeps building everything and but it's an also you know it's a great way to actually talk to all your fans and stuff and it's you know it's, that's that's what makes it worth it you know right you got you get to interact with them and that's a that's a big deal because uh, anything you can do to bring the fans into your into your core into your circle uh, is just going to endear you to them and you're going to build a not only a larger fan base but a more dedicated fan base don't you think so z Oh, absolutely. The internet's just a, it's a beast and it's necessary to promote, but also, you know, and I try to put this in the people's brains too and other bands' brains. It's important to do the grassroots style of promotion as well. The internet's definitely helpful, of course, and it's out there and you need it, but it's also important to go out to other people's shows and hand out flyers and, you know, leave posters up in your coffee shops and your pizzerias as well. So I try to get the social media, you know, 
other thinking outside of social media into the brain. Because now I feel like that's all bands do is social media, and that's it. You know. Well, listen, uh, Z, you're a uh, you're a band man yourself, as well as being a promoter and now a radio star too. Uh, go ahead and uh, talk, talk to uh, talk to Frank and uh, pick his brain. Let's let's hear something from your perspective. <laughs> well, I Frank, bite. I know you're. I know you're. I know you're from uh, the Glens Falls area. Is it, that's correct, right? Glens Falls. Yeah. Yep. And how's the music scene up there? I know here around Utica, we have a ton of talent here in Utica, but there's nowhere to play. We're lacking in venues. Is that the same situation up in the Glens Falls area, or is it a little bit different? What's going on up there? Um, I mean, a lot of it is just a lot of cover stuff, and if you do play original stuff, I mean, there's there's only a few spots. Um. It kind of, you know, there's only like a couple promoters and stuff as far as like the national shows and, you know, if you get up to that level of, you know, selling tickets and all that other kind of stuff. But what I notice is it's just there's a lot of, you know, cover bands, acoustic cover stuff. Um, I, I kind of feel like most of New York is kind of that way where it's not really a huge original music scene. You know, it's more of kind of that cover stuff, and then when the national guys come through or these festivals and all that kind of stuff. Well, actually, I will say from Syracuse over to Buffalo, that scene's pretty happening over there. They've got a lot of independent and original bands from Syracuse, Rochester, Buffalo. There's, They're actually doing pretty well over there, and there's good support in the crowd and whatnot. Um, I think it just needs to trickle on over to the eastern side of the state. You know what I mean, Frank? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it that's seems really, like, yeah, like I, even if you move over to Massachusetts and stuff, it just seems like that's better than, the, you know, this whole little true. circle area, you know, type thing. I know. It's kind of ironic to me because, uh, you know, being a dinosaur and having been around since, uh, you know, before they invented the wheel, I, I can remember when the, <laughs> the uh, eastern part of New York, especially from uh, Albany up to uh, – up to the Lake George area was a very creative and original area for uh, popular music, not only rock, but also folk. I remember uh, going back to uh, uh, the uh, late fifties, early sixties when Cafe Lena was, uh, it was the place that any folk artist had to play if they ever had a prayer of making it as a folk yeah. artist. Uh, and uh, <laughs> they, they all played there. I mean, you know, uh, uh, Joan Baez played there. Uh, Pete Seeger played there. Uh, all of them did. I don't know. I, I think Dylan even played there at one time. I'm not sure. But Dylan uh, donated some money towards it actually to keep it going. Did um, he? They okay. redid it recently again, actually. But uh, yeah, I mean that place has been there forever. <laughs> and that was uh, that was one of the hotbeds of original music. There was a lot of original music coming out of uh, that that uh, area from. Uh, from Albany up to the Lake George area. So it's, I find it kind of ironic that there is uh, such a dearth of it now, but I do know that uh, Z is absolutely right. There's a, uh, there's a dwindling supply of good venues. Uh, I mean, there's, there's some pretty rip-off venues out there, but uh, good venues for up-and-coming artists to play at are, uh, are getting hard to find, and uh, Z can speak to that very well because uh, he was part of an excellent venue there in Utica, and uh, I don't know is the uh, what's the market like there in Utica now? Is there uh, is there still a, a fair amount of venues for upcoming talent to play? 
Not really. Not what it used to be at all. Um, th- I mean, like Frank said earlier, if you're in a cover band, you can you can find work for sure. But on an independent standpoint, there really isn't, and it's unfortunately. But, you know, the cool thing is there is independent promoters that do like to put these showcases together and these benefits together. So it's good to see, like, you know, it, the community, the independent community is a really tight-knit group, and everybody kind of gets along and meshes with each other pretty, pretty well. So when it comes together, there are some support in the crowd, but there's just nowhere to put these shows on. That's really sad. That's well. That's uh, kind of parallels what we're doing here with uh, with the David Bowers Awards because while we do have uh, name artists on from time to time, uh, we're trying to concentrate on the upcoming, the emerging, the indie artists. And uh, I really get a kick out of being able to offer one more stage for these artists to present themselves and their music. And uh, I, it's too bad that there aren't more. It seems like that's something that should be growing. There should be more and more good venues rather than fewer and fewer. That's and it's really sad. Yeah, I don't I don't see a lot of that now. I mean, there's you know a handful, maybe five, you know. But I, I keep saying I'm like even in my area that you know if there was one a little bit more, you know, not something as big as like Upstate Concert Hall or the Chance, but something kind of in the middle ground that. Yeah, you know, we we could all come together, or you know, the regional bands they you know do a showcase. It's just not really there, and if there is, it's 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 still just that one booking guy and something like that. So it's really hard, you know. It's just kind of yeah, like eh. you really need you need a, a a good, solid, affordable venue that the that the people can actually afford to come to, and then book the good uh, local and regional emerging artists. As a matter of fact, you don't even have to stick to your own region. There's a lot of artists that would like to start building tours around the region and around the country. Uh, there's something you ought to think of there, think on there, Z. Uh, you might want to get back into the venue business. Maybe we should, uh, maybe we should get together. You, uh, you come up with a venue, and uh, I'll move the home of the David Bowers Awards to your venue, and we'll do both live and shows. What the heck? Something to look at. <laughs> I'm retired <laughs> I'm retired uh, from that business, David. Thank you. <laughs> uh, well, I, no more barbecues for me. I've only gotten as far as tired. I haven't retired yet, but uh, although there are people who wish I would. Frank, tell us where you're going from here. And I know you've been doing, as I referred to a little earlier, uh, you, you've taken a bunch of your songs and re-recorded them acoustically. Where are you going with that? Uh, I mean, basically what it was is it's kind of the fifth year anniversary of two of my EPs. So earlier last year, I just kind of decided, like, you know, how can I kind of bring these back a little bit? But I don't want to just, like, redo an electric mix and have it be the same thing. And a lot of people were saying, you know, we like your acoustic stuff or you play acoustic out a lot. You know, why don't you do something like that? So I, I kind of went back to everything and, you know was going through all the good memories <laughs> sure and just you know did it that way and it's not a hundred percent acoustic record you know you still hear some electric stuff and all that but the draw you know there's no drums there's no all that kind of stuff but i didn't want it to be an unplugged version you know where it's just acoustic and right. just vocal i mean that could come someday but for right now it's because i'm into uh i think you know like from before like i'm into like the movie stuff and i'm into that kind of thing so i was like kind of going for a little bit more of a little bit more of an interesting thing you know it's a good concept and uh it leads me to the obvious next question 
from this point forward, obviously you've gotten uh, you've gotten into this semi-acoustic and uh, come up with a, a, a good concept, a, a different presentation of your established hits. Where are you going from here? Uh, right now I have a new music video out for Set Me Free that released on Vivo. So I've been trying to, you know, push that out. And then the EP comes out October 2nd. So I'm just kind of focused on that. I'm kind of just ending my fall gigs. And then wintertime I kind of go into hibernation. I don't really play out a lot. I kind of just write music. and um, you know, Don't blame me there, pal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's too cold, man. <laughs> it's hey. too cold up here. Hey. I I grew up a little bit anyway up in that part of the world, so I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, it's not the <laughs> nicest, not the nicest custom ever to come out of the, that part of the world. Frank, before we let you go, tell us a little bit about this next track we're going to play. Set me free. Set me free. It was it was interesting because the song before you heard "Break These Chains." I got to work with um, Brian from Daughtry, and he produced all that stuff. And this, I was kind of like, this is the first song that I'm actually going to produce, mix, and release on my own, and give it a shot type thing. And then the EP came. So it's for me, it's it's a personal battle of you know, this is kind of what I can do. Let's let's take a step on the you know producing mixing right. side of things and. But uh, I kind of wanted to move forward as well with the same idea as, like, Break These Chains had. I didn't want to jump around as much as I did, I think, on my other EPs. I wanted to kind of just hone in that kind of rock thing and just go for it. That's true. And uh, people have been digging it so far. I've been playing it out and stuff, and they like it. Let's give some more people the chance to dig it. Ladies and gentlemen, Frank Palangi, thanks for being with us, Frank. We look forward to having you back here again in the not-too-far-distant future. This is called Set Me Free.
you have it. That's Frank Palenji, Set Me Free. Thank you so much for being here with us. We'll look for you back here again next week. And thank you especially to our guest co-host, Z. We were glad to have you on board. We want you to come back and uh, sit in with us again sometime. It was a ball and a great uh, great chance for us to get back and exchange some old memories there. We're almost out of time, so I'm going to take it from John Bon Jovial and say, take it at home. See you next week, everyone. <laughs>